Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. <laughs> my name is Chuck. And my name is Lee. <laughs> hey, That's I got fantastic. it in. I got it in. <laughs> so, just so everyone knows, we do a countdown before we do the recording. And we get to two, and Lee goes. <laughs> I go two, and Lee shoves in a chip into his mouth and goes, that one. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, this is our. How do we say this? On the whole. The title of this. This is our on the whole. Episode. This, is, this is Cobra Kai season two. On the whole, because on the whole, Cobra Kai feels good. I'm pretty sure we stole that line. Oh, absolutely. Um, Just like everything we do. We took it from that movie. The movie. (laughs) Oh, wow, 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 wow. That's what we should do, is we should turn our on the whole episodes basically into a pitch meeting. Well, you said it. Of, you officially said it. Instead of me talking to me or you talking to you, we talk to each other. <laughs> Present this whole thing. Wow, 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 wow. Um, hey, first you know, of all, funny because if- I just read something that blew my mind. Luke Skywalker's story begins with Leia sending a projection of herself asking for help and ends with Luke sending a, proje- a projection of himself to help Leia. Ooh. Right? Ooh. That's impressive. That's pretty cool. That's I mean, that's most impressive. As much as I. Yeah. As much as I didn't really care for The Last Jedi, I will take that and say that's a, a slight redemption. Just like looking at it from that aspect. Like, okay. All right. Yeah. Doesn't redeem the whole movie. Not at all. It might redeem. It might redeem Luke's story. Yeah. But it doesn't redeem the whole movie. No. 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 I mean, it must be very difficult to redeem that movie. No response. No. <laughs> Man, I was hoping for something. Um, but this is our on the whole episode of season two. Of Cobra Kai. So, on the whole, what'd you think? On the whole. (laughs) How many times can we say on the whole? Many, many, many times. So, (sighs) I I have to stop doing this. Okay. Um, (laughs) So, my thought, Cobra Kai, uh, hmm. So, the Karate Kid movies have always been kind of this. They're they're known in cinema as like, oh, it's it's one of these these movies that people just know, you know, like at least Karate Kid. Like we've always known Karate Kid right. to be like this movie. It's got this old Japanese guy. He teaches this young kid how to, you know, focus depend, on his karate. And, yeah, like we get that. Okay, um, but. As you watch the movies, they get goofy, they get corny. Never mind when you get 
further into it and you know you go next karate kid it's like we don't okay talk about next karate well, kid. I, I don't mind talking about next karate kid i mean next karate kid is the rocky five of the karate kid movies that's valid right like it happened it's just we don't really like to talk about it it just it happened karate kid the next karate kid is like spider-man 3 oh come on spider-man 3 fit more, much more than next karate kid fit It took place in Boston. That's kind of cool, right? Sure. Right? <laughs> cricket? Sure. Cricket? <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, I feel like... Yeah, it, it's kind of corniness to it. But this show definitely well, it's took corny. it... It's, it's, it's almost 40 years old, so... Right. It wasn't corny back then. It's corny today. <clears throat> right. Yeah. But the one thing I will say, so this is after me watch rewatching uh, the Karate Kid movie. So the first one I've definitely seen a few times. The second and third <laughs> and next, I've seen bits and pieces, and that's that's really it. I've seen bits and pieces. I've never really um, seen the whole movies, but I've I've now watched them all, and in that. The one, the one issue I have with every single one of them is the movie ends so abruptly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it always ends like there's a fight, they, they laugh, they put their hands, their fists in the air, and then roll credits. Every single well, time. They did that, and they, if you watch up until the third movie, not next Karate Kid, mm -hmm. the first movie ends... With Daniel cheering and Mr. Miyagi just standing there, kind of clapping and smiling. Right. The second movie, Daniel wins and Mr. Miyagi just sits there smiling and clapping. Mm -hmm. The third movie ends and he finally gives him a hug. Daniel has for a full year been wanting a hug from Mr. <laughs> Miyagi and he finally gets one. Okay. <laughs> so the whole thing is about him giving him a hug. The, uh, okay. At the end, yeah, because... It's all he wants is he just wants, you know, that hug, man. I want my rug back. <laughs> okay. I, I, I just don't, but, I don't like movies that, that end like that. Like we've, we've watched a lot of movies. They leave you with like some type of closure, but none of them did. So for them to go Karate Kid 1, Karate Kid 2, Karate Kid 3, and then not give closure and then come up with a next Karate Kid it's like they gave they gave closure in Karate Kid Three. Boo! He gave him a hug. Nothing. It was a hug, but it was it still ended the same way. There was never any like here's how it goes. Here like here's him going, and now I'm on the road to my next blah blah blah. Here's my next adventure, and here we go down the street. You know, show a car driving down the road. That's the end of it. No, it just it always ended at him like having a fight, and then it ends. And he and, and it's winning. Like, yeah, but it's it's. I feel like even Rocky did better than that. Didn't Rocky end with his fist in the air? Yeah, the first one. I'm just saying, like Rocky movies oh. in general. The thing is, <laughs> they ended. They ended all three of these movies the exact same way, minus a little bit extra with a hug. Okay, got it. But the point is, like, it was just. It was such a. That was the issue I had with it. It just. It felt like they used the exact same formula 
every single time. Of course and, they did. Huh? And they're cult cl- and they are cult classics because of it. Mm, but At that's least why the first movie. when you can sit there and complain like, "Oh, they left all these cliffhangers in Cobra Kai." I'm like, "Yeah, much better than what they did with the Karate Kid movies, which was like, he won credits. Oh, oh. <laughs> he won credits. Oh, he won and he hugged him credits. Okay, like Hey, you can't you cannot knock the hug. He, it's been a year I can since he has hug. been asking for I that can hug. I can knock the hug, okay? Because, again, it just ended. It was so abrupt. So, Karate Kid, you want to poo-poo all over the whole, you know, cliffhanger? I am totally fine with it because at least it gave us something. <laughs> at least it gave us something. I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing on the whole cliffhanger. It's just <clears throat> three movies, one thing. Ten episodes— Going on four seasons now. I mean, we're on second season now for the podcast. But four ep- four seasons have been out there, and every single one of them, forty episodes, have all ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah, good. Every single good. One of them. very good. Now, now, if if they just if they just never like resign for a new season left on a cliffhanger, okay, totally get it. That makes sense. Now, so there was a TV show that I remember watching. Oh my God! Was it on Fox? I feel like it was probably on was Fox. It, it was. Was it? Was it the? Was it? Um, what's it called? Because they did. They did um, a movie first, right? You You don't even know where I'm going. You have no idea where I'm going. If I, I If I think I do, go for it. The Cape. No, exactly. Never. Uh. So the Cape. Do you remember the Cape? No. Okay, nobody remembers The Cape. So way before we had The Flash and all these shows, they had this show called The Cape. And it's about this cop that, like, he, he got involved, like, he, he got, he was on the wrong trail, or I guess the right trail. He, like, died, quote-unquote, but got found by these circus folk <laughs> who trained him, and then he got this cape that was, like, helpful how did, in some how way. How they train him if he died? Because he didn't die, they thought he died. He didn't die. That's why I said. Oh, oh sorry. You can't see my. You can't see my quotes there on uh, podcast land. Um, but I'm saying he like quote unquote died, but he didn't. And then so, um, Keith David, the one we were talking about from They Live, also from something about Mary. How'd you get the beads above the Frank guy? Um, yeah. He's in it as like this ringleader of the circus, like freak show or whatever. And they, they train him to be like better. And he becomes a crime fighter called the Cape because he wears this like hooded cape. And it was actually a pretty cool show. And I got into it. And again, this is way before Arrow, way before The Flash. It was way before that whole thing. And I'm like, hey, I'm happy watching a show like this. I mean, way before Gotham, obviously. So uh, I, I dug it. But they never finished the series. Like, they didn't even air the last, like, two episodes. And I'm sitting there going, but he never, like, ah! Like, that wasn't a cliffhanger. That was just like, oh, sorry, nobody cares for this show except for, like, one kid in Haverhill or (laughs) wherever I was at the time. And I'm like, ah, man. They did that with, um, that's what it was, uh, Firefly? Yeah. yeah. Which was, like, a continuation of uh, Serenity. No, 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 no. Serenity was a movie. Right, it was a movie. It was based off of like pretty much everything from Firefly, the TV show. I thought I thought it was the other way around. No, no, because they made the movie first, and then Firefly. No, no, no. Well, Firefly came out, and they just they just stopped it. Yeah, so that's why that's probably why they made the movie, so they could then like give it a full story and close it up. Oh, yeah, 
Yeah, I remember when that happened. Uh, I'm just like, Serenity, I'm like, this looks an awful lot like Flyer, Firefly to me. So I, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, it's basically Firefly. But it, and it retold the whole story. Um, and it included that same girl who was in the show, who was also the one who played the Terminator in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. The ah. good Terminator. Yeah, she's been in uh, a bunch of stuff, actually. She was in uh, Smallville, wasn't she? Or one of those shows. Um, I, yes. I yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, she was like a reporter or something. Anyway, whatever. Let me see. Allison Mack? You thinking Allison Mack? No, definitely not Allison Mack. No, it, it, she, wasn't, she wasn't a, a big character. Um, it didn't last forever. Um, she played in Serenity? Yeah. Um... Yeah, so... Uh, I'll tell you in 10 seconds. Hold on. Looking it up now. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Summer Glau was her name. Um, and she was known for Serenity, Sarah Connor Chronicles, Firefly. Um, oh, boy, Castle, Con Man... Arrow. She was an arrow. That's what it was. She was an arrow. She showed up an arrow. Um, not Smallville. Hawaii Five O. Alpha's Grey's Anatomy. She's been in a bunch of stuff. The Cape. She was in the Cape. She was in the Cape. <laughs> <laughs> she was Orwell in the Cape, which was basically the same thing as Oracle from Batman. Um, she she's done a ton of stuff. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, yep, she was not in in uh, Smallville, but no, she was in. Yeah, that's not why I thought it, she was an Arrow. That's why the connection was. So yeah, she was a she was a reporter, I think, in in Arrow. Anyway, the whole point was just shows with bad endings that just didn't like end. So right, I'm happy with this. If they left it at a, at a at a cliffhanger and then just never did anything with it, I'd be like, well, that's dumb and then we Stupid, move on or whatever right. but then my thought would be well you know it would be really wise for them make a movie to tie it all together and then be done with it because my question at that point would be if they ended it it would be really difficult to figure out having a conclusion to it and if they made a movie did you just repeat me <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I know you're purposely not you're purposely not finishing what I'm trying to say. Uh -huh. um, what are you doing? Nothing. Please don't. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> you were saying? Is that your is that your ice cream? <laughs> it's my ice cream. <laughs> so yeah, for me, I I. <laughs> This is quite enjoyable. Um, for me, I love this TV show of Cobra Kai. Um, unlike you, I have watched the three original movies quite a bit. Um, I know them very well. Um, I've watched them over and over and over again. And they are a great pastime for me. This movie, the nostalgia... This movie, this TV show, the nostalgia of it is great. I love... That they're not doing as many flashbacks in this season as they were in season one. Right. I think that's the difference between Netflix and YouTube. Um, we don't need it as much, but they are still throwing some things in there, here and there, and I appreciate that. It's not as much. <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, 
as we're thinking about the whole body bag thing, I, I thought that was kind of uh, <laughs> funny. Get him a body <sighs> bag. So, yeah, one big thing that we did touch upon, and I, I just it blew me away. I didn't even think about that. You know, I, I, I connected it at one point just like, oh, there's all those guys. But the fact that, oh, my God, remind me. Who was the one who was dying? Jimmy? Bobby? Tommy. 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 <laughs> Jimmy, Bobby, Tommy, Timmy, whatever. Johnny. They're, they're all the same guy. So, all right. Tommy. Tommy was dying. Tommy was the one who was yelling out, get him a body bag. And the last time we see this character, he's in a body bag because he's got some type of yep. cancer or something. Okay. That's exactly what happens. It's... Again, After their episode of Roadhogs. Wild Hogs. Wild, Wild Road Hogs. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think... I, I call it poetic justice basically because it's like that is something you write... That That is a, a good, you know, things tying up in the end. Like, oh, remember right. when we first saw this guy and he was like nuts? And he was like yelling, get him in a body bag? Well, <laughs> we're going to... The last time we see him, he'll be going in a body bag. That is that is uh, like when it comes to, to the, storytelling, poetic justice. Do you think it was done on purpose? Absolutely. Or do, you think it was just, or do you think it was just coincidence? Absolutely. There are a ton of things that happen in the show that are little... Like they're they're very subtle tie-ins to things that were referenced before. Um, I wish I wrote more down. I wish I wrote more down because I could have I could have more. But right now they all escape me. But after watching um, watching the movies again, after seeing three seasons and then watching all three movies again, I'm like, oh my god, look at that little thing here. Like t tiny little things that t touch in. I'm like, ah, yeah. It, it they did a good job with that. You know, and the the cool thing about it is we've we've been talking about a lot of other movies and stuff, and seeing inconsistencies and things that don't really tie in, um, or don't like line up, even TV shows that don't quite line up. But here, I haven't found anything that is like a continuity error. You know, they've nope. done a good job with this. Um, now, I will say, there's a line I think in this season where where he's opening up Miyagi Do. And he's talking to his wife, Amanda, and she's like, remember that, that you know, remember that, that crazy idea you had, you know, to open up a, a, a bonsai shop? And he goes, yeah, Mr. Miyagi's Little Trees. Like, that was a good idea. I actually, I enjoyed that being something that happened in between the movies to, to then. But then when I watched Karate Kid 3, I was like, oh, they have an entire movie about Mr. Miyagi's Little Trees. Like, that is yep. like, the entire movie is that. And I'm like, oh. Yep. So for me, it kind of took away from it where I was like, oh, I thought that was just like a funny line that was thrown in there. And I enjoyed it being a small, funny line, not him just like driving home. Yeah, remember Karate Kid 3? You know, yep. in Cobra Kai. So it was like, eh, I, yeah, that, that's what I get for watching it out of order, I guess. Yep. And if, as when we get to season four, you'll see how much more Karate Kid 3 comes into oh, season four. Oh, I know. I can but imagine because we, I know that win. what's his face shows up. So season three <laughs> is going to be all about episode about uh, Karate Kid two. 2. Yeah. We've right. chosen. So, um, but yeah, I thought that like to your point, I think there was a lot of there was not as much continuity issues. I mean, 
I, I see more continuity issues in, you know, MCU and Star Wars stuff than there is in this. Um, yeah. And there's not a lot in this. Everything kind of just fits. It flows together. Uh, but to say, uh, looking at it, though, um, Ralph Macchio and the guy who plays, I don't know his name, but the guy who plays Johnny are actually... William Zabka. Yeah, they're helping with the writing and directing of this of this show. Right. On and off. Mm-hmm. So they're having a big say into it. Um, and since they were the the main two characters of the first movie, you know, they're gonna try to be, you know, more on point than someone who is just taking it, you know, freelancing it basically. So um, I was looking at something earlier about Martin Cove and I can't find it because now apparently um, everything is only on like Paramount Plus or whatever. But remember, remember you know the show Tosh point oh? Yeah. Apparently back in like 2012 or maybe maybe get the, the time wrong. Uh, Martin Cove and whoever plays Bobby, um, they showed up and I think they did like a web redemption for somebody like some karate kid or whatever. And they really? showed they showed up in like full Cobra Kai garb and did this whole thing. And it's really funny that they got the two of them because I'm like, well, what else would they really do? And like, Hey, Daniel Tosh is like, you want to come do this with me for like, you know, five seconds. And they're like, okay, sure. Whatever. But I can't find <laughs> the video. I saw an image and I was laughing, uh, because it was clearly like years ago, but you know, Bobby was the preacher, right? He's the one. Yeah. He was. Yes. Yeah. So he, it was showed him pretty much looked the same, but he had like an earring, you know, on top of it as well. And then there's crease, you know, just full on, Cobra Kai, you know, gee, you know, sleeveless <laughs> ridiculousness. Like, okay, all right, there we are. So I'd love to find that video. Um, if anybody can find that, send it our way, please, because I'd, I'd love to see it. I, I would love to see it as well, too. I mean, even if um, it's just that quick, like, whatever, you know, just it being, you know, 10 years ago that they did it. But Martin Cove actually did not want to do this show. He was very reluctant to uh, to be a part of it. I couldn't imagine why. Uh, maybe he just didn't like playing that character. Uh, I mean, he was he was type kind of a typecast as a jerk in that in that yeah. time. Well, he was also in that. That's, Cag- probably, why, that's, probably, why they, that's probably why they changed his character in the episode, though. Right. To kind of be like, okay, that's not going to be you this time. I promise. Um, but I don't know I think overall I like the story there's a lot of good fight scenes in it Um, the storyline is you know for lack of better words captivating Um, it draws you in it keeps you connected what I do appreciate even taking notes it's kind of difficult but the back and forth there's a lot of back and forth back and forth So, so taking notes is hard but when you're watching it, it's not just one main story for the whole thing. Every episode is back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So you, you have to constantly be on your toes, for lack of better words, to to stay up in the know of what's going on. So you, it doesn't drag out and make you be like, okay, something different now. Yeah. Everything's changing. It's fast-paced. Um, it's not a drama. But I wouldn't classify it as an action either. I don't know. I mean, it's a coming-of-age TV show, obviously. Yeah. Um, with some action in it, but I don't know if I call it a drama. It's an action dramedy, um, which makes sense. I mean, w- with everything that they have got going on with it, it it's very much right. it's very it's much a like bit of the everything. movies. Yeah. 
So there's a little bit. Yeah, you got romance, you got comedy, you got action, you got, you know, and not action like explosions and things blowing up, but you no, got but the fight, fight the fight stuff that pops up. I mean, is phenomenal. It, it's any any good story worth telling has multiple different things. I mean, we, we hear, you know, Grandpa and and uh, Princess Bride talking about like they got fencing, you know, fighting this true that love. true love. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> any good story worth telling has multiple different areas it's coming from. If you're watching a movie like Commando, it's like okay, you've got comedy, which the comedy is based on, oh my god, I can't believe they told him to say this line and he said it and it sounds ridiculous, and a bunch of shooting. Like, that's basically what Commando is, from what I remember. Right. But then you watch something oh, exactly. like, you know, it's the like Karate Kids. Yeah. Well, Hot Shots just, just jokes on all of it, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, Hot Shots part do. Um, that's the better one. Nobody remembers the first Hot Shots, only the second one. No, of course not. Yeah. Of course not. I've got them right here in front of me. I, I kind of re- want to rewatch them. Because <laughs> Hot Shots, no, the original, was, was a spoof on, on Top Gun, where Hot Shots Part 2 was a spoof on Rambo. Uh, Ram- right. Mo- Rambo Rambo 3, actually, mostly. Um, anyway. <sighs> Speaking of that, Maverick is coming out. So something to consider revisiting is the old... get. Get Will involved. You might not want to. Uh, yeah. Hey, Will, you want to watch a Tom, a Tom Cruise movie? <laughs> hey, if he, he should watch it and then be the one to rip it apart. Oh, yeah. We have yet to have that happen. We have yet to have him be the one that rips a full show apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, except for Cobra, except for Boba Fett. Him and I were kind of like destroying that show. Yeah, well... Disney kind of destroyed that show <laughs> by themselves. We just pointed it out. Anyway, um, oh boy, where, where was I going with this? But the whole, I think the whole thing is like this show itself. Yeah, you're gonna get all of that. Like most shows are going to be like that. Most shows are back and forth. Here we go because that's just modern times. People have recognized when they're making right. TV shows or movies now that uh, mostly TV shows that if you have just one or one or two characters you're following the whole time, it's not going to keep people entertained. They're gonna get bored. So they've always yeah, they need a full entourage. Right. So let, let, let's even right. go back to one of your favorite shows, uh, Smallville, you know, where it's like they always had like, here's what's going on with Clark. Here's what's going on with Chloe. Here's what's going on with Lois. Like there's always like three things going on because they recognize there's a, there's a lot of stuff happening and it's, it's how people are going to keep their attention. Attention spans have t- changed over the years dramatically. And that's why you watch a movie, watch, watch a comedy from the 70s. And compare it to a comedy now. Oh no, it's horror. It's way different. It's way different. Like you would get like maybe like at most a third of the the funny parts, you know that would that you would recall and laugh about in a seventies. Even the nineties till now, <clears throat> yeah. it's totally different. True, true. But I mean, I'm always thinking the '70s. So, for example, um, there's a movie that you probably haven't seen. If Will was here, he definitely saw it. Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. One of the first movies they did together that was a comedy was called Silver Streak, not Blue Streak, not Martin Lawrence. That, that was another one that was had its, its funny times. Uh, Martin Lawrence and uh, Luke Wilson. <laughs> Actually, that movie was pretty funny. 
I just said something in Spanish. I think you just said you have a cat in your pants. Anyway, um, <laughs> yo tengo gato and mi pantalones. Um, so in in this movie, Silver Streak, it's comedic because you've got both you know Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor going back and forth and doing all this stuff. But the most comedic scene is a scene where Gene Wilder decides to paint himself with brown shoe polish and pretend that he's an African American man, so he can he can sneak past the FBI. And he's walking around wearing all these clothes and a weird hat, and he's got a boombox in his head, and he's like walking around, just like, "Hey, man, look at me, man!" Like. <laughs> It was ridiculous. Gene Wilder, of all people. Like, imagine Willy Wonka in blackface. That's what was happening here. So so I'll be honest. Not a huge Gene Wilder fan. Oh, man. I knew it. I knew that was coming. I could I could tell by your Richard face. Richard Pryor? All day long. Oh, my God. Gene Have Wilder? you seen the two of them together, though? That's what makes no, it. That's what made it good. Wasn't Gene Wilder in the original producers, too? Yes, he was. <clears throat> I don't know. That's he, a, that's a stage. My... It's a stage movie. It's meant to be like stagey like that. I get that, but I'm not. I, I get that. Like the producers was. I forget the original. Was it also a musical? The original producers was not a musical. No. So I think the new one was. The new one was absolutely the one with Matthew um, Broderick and Nathan Lane. Right. Yeah. And not Zero Mostel and Gene Wilder. <laughs> But it was basically I forget the I forget the whole. It has been years since I watched it. But weren't they like a movie about making a play or something like that? Yes. Yeah, so the movie was about them. <clears throat> they figured out somehow that they could actually make more money if they made a flop. So they were. It was a scam. The whole thing was a giant scam. So they found the worst director, the worst writer, so they could make this thing that was a flop. But then somehow in the end, it ended up being like a great show. And they're like, what? <laughs> so um, the whole the whole thing is they got this they got this guy who was like a Nazi enthusiast to write a musical. And it was called Spring Springtime for Hitler. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Glorifying, you know, the Fuhrer. <laughs> and, that, and so in the remake, they got Will Ferrell to do that, and it was ridiculous. He was of on the roof was, with a bunch of pig- pigeons. Anything anything Will Ferrell is like garbage. <laughs> anything Will Ferrell, and this is on recording. This is going to be on uh, the airway soon. Anything Will Ferrell is garbage. That's not true. I could be brown. I could be blue. <laughs> that was pretty good. You have to admit that. Anyway. No, that was fine as Ryan Reynolds until Will Ferrell came when into Will it Ferrell and then it got in, ruined. It was great. It, it was great. It was ruined. Listen. Anything mm. Will Ferrell is garbage. I'm going to say this now. Anchorman. Would have been fine without Will Ferrell. Uh, it would have been missing the main character of the movie. <laughs> a, Ricky, um, uh, Talladega Nights. That movie was garbage. Fine that movie was garbage. Without Will Ferrell. Yeah. Wedding Crashers. Great without Listen, Will Ferrell. That's your biggest thing. Is your biggest issue is you hate the fact that Will Ferrell showed up for like a, a total of six and a half minutes tops in Wedding Crashers. Step Brothers would have been fine without Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> they could have found somebody else. Okay. Anyway. Um, Will Ferrell is... I 
despise his acting. I despise his movies. He is the most annoying person for an actor. I used to think Jack Black was the guy for me that I hated. I was not a huge fan of Jack Black. And then Will Ferrell, enter Will Ferrell, and he's my number one horrible actor. Can't stand him. So the point that I was getting at is that attention spans have changed. Will a horrible actor. The point is, I, <laughs> if you try to watch that movie Silver Streak now, um, even like that, because that's like the, one of the early ones, that, I want to say like 1978 or something, I think, when that came out. And that's just a random guess. Um Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor did three other movies together that were comedies. And one of them, uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, is hilarious. Basically, Gene Wilder is deaf and Richard Pryor is blind. And they're trying to solve a crime because they get caught up in the middle of stuff. If you've never seen it, I tell I, I recommend it to anybody. It's one of the most hilarious movies because the two of them trying to work together <laughs> with, their, with their lack of senses is hilarious. What was the movie that you brought that when I came over to your house we watched? And it Dirty was an Rotten older, Scoundrels. That even that today would be hard to, for most people to watch. But it was good. It was it's, a good I think movie, it though. still stands the test of time. But yeah, nowadays that, that is like nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety when that one came out. Or oh, actually, I think it was, was eighty seven. It might have been eighty seven. No, whatever. I'm getting confused. The point is, what was good about that movie is the twist. You weren't expecting. No, 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 no. Today, not at all. today, the twist that that happened, you expect half the time, because a lot of people don't realize that. Oh, make it difficult yeah. to actually see what happens. Not easy. <laughs> so, I mean, my, one of my favorite my favorite scenes in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels to to joke about or to to remind myself about is just that scene where. <laughs> So aside from the fact that Michael Caine just like takes this guy's con and goes, oh, Who? fine. So Michael Caine takes Who? Michael Caine. <laughs> Sorry, Michael Caine. So Michael Caine takes um, takes the con that Steve Martin set up and just rolls with it to turn it around to me. His own con was brilliant. Oh, it's completely amazing. brilliant. And then in it, there's the scene where he's basically saying, oh, let's check and see how your legs work. So he's like, let's try this. Tickle, tickle, tickle. Then he starts beating his legs with a reed from a flower arrangement. And Steve Martin trying to pretend that he's not in pain, but just like, like, oh, let me think. And then he's, he's like, nope, nothing. Nope, I feel nothing. And then he's like, I'll take the case. Look, at, look, doctor, he's crying. I'm just so happy. Because <laughs> he was in so much pain. Um, it's just, I, I nobody expected the two of them to come together and make a comedy uh, land as well as it did. And never mind the fact that the emperor was in that movie. Ian McDiarmid. No, it was fan. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. But again, and th- to if, think that th- I was on the edge of not wanting to watch it that yeah, night too. You did not <clears> want <throat> to watch it. But um, the, so the cool thing about it is like there are definitely a lot of people who um, watching it today would not have the patience to get past the first you know ten minutes or so and want to watch the movie. So what they did was a few years ago they remade the movie. Like they completely remade it, called it the Hustle, and put in um, Anne Hathaway and uh, oh geez, what's her name? The Australian, not Chips O'Toole. <laughs> the what? Australian? Yeah, the one from uh, Pitch Perfect. Um, uh, bleh, I didn't watch Fat that. Fat Amy. 
What? The girl who plays Fat Amy. What Rebel Rebel Wilson? Yeah. Yeah, Fat Amy. Okay. Yeah, I don't know her name, and I didn't watch. I didn't watch it. So, anyway. Yeah. So that's just. They redid the movie. It's very different. Not the same. They just made it with women instead. But nowadays we're watching this and it's like, okay, how do we take the Karate Kid, make it modern, but not change it so much where it's not going to feel the same? Like we want to keep the same feel, you know? So they modernized it. They, they, They picked up the pace and honestly, I think they did a great job. There are people who... So we, we've talked again about um, things like Star Trek, you know, the Star Trek movies that J.J. Uh, Abrams did. Now, for yep. me, I've bumped into Star uh, Star Trek movies, you know, Star Trek episodes, you know, mostly um, um, Next Generation was the stuff I bumped into. My uncle used to watch it a lot. And, you know, I was like, hey, you know, it's uh, it's not my thing. It's entertaining i guess to a point but star wars was all all for me back in 97 when they did the remasters and they put them in the theater again i'm like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen i love this and i just i became nuts um so here rich huh rich and nuts far from it nuts just nuts just nuts (laughs) and um so when, when abrams came out and did star trek i watched it and i'm like this is a really good movie and it made me want to go back and watch the original motion pictures with with um, Captain Kirk there. So I was like, all right, let me go check it out. So I did. And I remember going through it. I'm like, you know, these aren't bad. So what they're doing now is they found a way to appeal to new audiences while still appealing to the original audience. You know, right. it's like, hey, let's get the people intrigued about this old stuff, have them go back to the franchise. And it's honestly, it's a great marketing scheme. You know, right. I, I and said, if you go back to if you were if you started on with Picard, I will say this: they Jonathan Frank, who plays um, William Riker, he's Picard's number one. You mean Jonathan Frakes? Um, Isn't it Frakes? Frakes, Fra- I think was it's, it? It's, it's not it's Frank. Fra- no, I thought it was Jonathan Frakes. Or whatever, Franks. He produces and Frakes. writes and directs a F-R-A-K-E-S. lot of those. Yeah. Yeah, he has a lot of the um, Star Trek movies, the Next Generation movies. Right. Um, the movies are actually really good, and they're way better than the TV show. Mm-hmm. A lot of action. Lot, like, if you watch, like, First Contact, let's say, mm-hmm. you would enjoy First Contact. What was the one? Nemesis? Was that one they did? I remember that one yeah, looking Nemesis really cool was okay. when the trailer was, it was coming okay. out. was um, okay. There was one, um, I forget which one it was, but, um, so Christian Slater had one of his first sightings in the original (laughs) Star Trek. Um, Tom Harding, um, was Captain Picard's clone in one of the movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Tom Harding? Hardy, whatever his name is. Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. Um, but he was really, really skinny, like really skinny. Um, LeVar Burton reading rainbow mm-hmm. had his debut on star Trek. Oh, you're right. I remember when he was okay. Yep. Who Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy. Yeah. 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 I Hardy. remember seeing that. Um, what's his name? 
Doc Brown. What's his that name? That was Nemesis, oh. wasn't it? I think I that think was Star so. Trek he, Nemesis. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I, he I, plays his clone. Yep. Um, what's his name? Uh, who played Doc Brown? What's his name? Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd mm-hmm. played uh, one of the Klingons in Quest for Peace yep. with Star Trek. Yep. Um, a lot of big actors Quest had for their Peace. hands. I thought Quest for Peace was Superman. Search for Peace. <laughs> no, wait. Wow, I've written the name of the episode. Yeah. TV, the movie. It's um, hold on. Superman four was the best, the best one. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Right. Of course it was. Um. Let me see here. Mm-hmm. Generations, motion picture, the Wrath of Khan. The Undiscovered Country had Christopher. I believe that was the one. I believe, I believe, I believe. Kurtwood Smith, who plays Red on that 70s show, yep. is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a, a lot of big actors had, you know, played in... The um, the Star Trek movies, yeah, and Wrath of um, oh, first first contact. Mm-hmm. You would actually like. They did a really really good job with it. It's got time travel in it. That's um, the one that has both of them in it, right? Nope. No. Okay. Nope. First contact has the Borg. Um, you would really enjoy it. Actually, it's a it's a continuation from one of the episodes that happens in the TV show. So they made a movie to create to to bounce off of one of the TV sh- episodes in the TV show. Um, <clears throat> and they did a good job. We should watch it at some point. You might actually enjoy it. Mm. Um, we'll, we'll we'll take a time and watch it. But you know, a lot of movies and TV shows are doing that. They're either making TV shows like Cobra Kai based off of a movie, or they make movies based off the TV show. Yeah. Um, and like they did the Sarah, the, the, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I didn't watch them. I didn't seem too thrilled about them. Like, I didn't think they would be that great of a job based on, I understand it's like the middle Sarah. The, that's in between T1 and T2, right? Mm-hmm. The Sarah Connor Chronicles. Um, no, no, no. After T2. Is it after T two? Yeah, because John Connor's older. But then they then they also go into the future like immediately, which is weird. Like they go like slightly into the future, from what I recall. Yeah, time travel in the T in the Terminator movies are just wonky. They don't make any sense. Yeah, no. Um, but back to Cobra Kai. I mean, we're doing on the whole of Cobra Kai. I think we talked about it for about five minutes this yeah. entire. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Very true. So. But overall, I mean, I, I'm excited for the next two seasons um, to go over them. I loved the first two seasons. Season season two was amazing. Um, I love the back and forth. I love the 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 in them going into the depth of the characters. I really enjoy. They're they're really doing character building well in these in this series, um, and I appreciate that because they're doing character building as well as story building both very well and i've noticed a lot of times 
one if you focus on one too much you lack in the other right either the storyline is really good and the character building is awful or vice versa in this case character building and storytelling are both very 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 well done because there's an entourage of story of character building that they're doing they haven't missed a single person all the main characters now are getting equal time they're getting equal story um and no one's really missing out and i really you know i really like that so right but you know yeah so overall i really love the show and you know can't wait to do more about it but yeah I think for tonight, to be honest with you, I think that's going to be it for me, man. Yeah, pretty much same thing here. Uh, yeah. A short one. But the reality is, it's just, I, I think that Cobra Kai's done a great job. And um, I, I'm i interested in talking about the next season. Um, I'm very interested in going into the fourth season. I think I've been waiting for us to kind of get through... Um, three to to get through at least season two, and for me to watch you know all the Karate Kid movies before I even touch season four. But it's like I'm getting very antsy here. <laughs> but we also do have a lot of things that are coming out as we touched upon before. Yeah, we have a a ton of of movies that are coming out and TV shows that are coming out that we're probably gonna want to touch upon. Uh, so I don't know when we're gonna be talking about season three. Um, that'll come up at some point, but for now, I think, I think we actually have quite a full, a full plate, um, as far as everything coming up. We have Moon Knight that's coming out on March 30th, so, um, after you guys, after we hear, talk about this episode, that's next week, next week we'll be talking about Moon Knight, so... Um, we'll be excited for that, but we've also got these movies. We've got the Batman. We've got Morbius, Doctor Strange, Obi Wan Kenobi, Maverick, Thor: Love and Thunder, Black Adam, The Flash, Andor. It's just like they're they're they keep on coming. So we're gonna have a lot going on, and that's only talking about like we don't know when uh, Andor is coming out. So as far as TV shows, I don't know, but movies we got a ton of stuff this year, tons. So yeah, we got some oldies but goodies. We got some new ones. We got yep. You know, I mean, and, and that's what we're trying to do. Is I you know as we talked about before, we've done a lot of Star Wars and MCU, and it was kind of our niche for a while. Mm. Um, but then we started realizing that we're doing some older movies. We're doing some stuff that's outside of those two genres, and people are really liking it. Um, so so early on, Will and I did Superman 3, and for some reason, people have been digging Superman 3. Um, so of all, the, of, all, of, of all the podcasts that we've done, that was one of our most popular. Um, and Goofy Movie. And Goofy Movie. <laughs> Goofy Movie was up there for a while. It's hilarious, because that, like that was the first movie that you and I did. Right. Yeah. And it just, it kind of blew up for some reason. No idea why. But, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, we enjoy talking about old movies, but we, we kind of thought that people didn't really care. Um, so we were just doing it just for fun, just for whatever for us. But it seemed to have a good response. I mean, the reality is, if we look back now, okay, so I, it looks like the, the rankings have changed a bit. Um, right now, our top, our, our most popular episode of Black and White Reviews of all time is our Season 2, Episode 1 um, of The Chosen, Thunder. Um, really? Yeah. Our second 
in, in order, again, of all time, is The Christmas with the Chosen, The Messengers, again, that just came out this past year. Um, our I'm surprised f- that The Chosen is ranking on the top of the list Dude, right now. Dude, it, it is. The Chosen Season 2, Episode 3, Matthew 424, one of my personal favorite episodes of The Chosen. Yep. Right up there. Um, and then I, this one came out of nowhere. I don't remember this being up there, but Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions. Um, e- yeah, we did that. We did that the three of us a while yep. ago, back in e- December. Yep. Um, Eagle Eye, um, and then now the ones that used to be our our, our most popular ones are, are lower on the list. Um, that was the Goofy movie or a Goofy movie, Die Hard with a Vengeance, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, The Chosen, The Shepherd, and The Fifth Element. <laughs> Zack Snyder's Zack Snyder's Justice. That was a long. Yeah. Afternoon of podcasting. Yeah, it was a very, very long. That was an that One was an afternoon. Move. Oh man, that was a four hour afternoon. Oh, the thing is, is so we long. do four hour podcasts, but we're doing two movies at once. That was one movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough. That was, that but, was a lot. I mean, but we yeah. got some. We got some others in the books in the in the in the um in the pipeline coming out. There be some good ones. Yeah. Um. So, and so, uh, what I love too is some of these movies are, you know, movies I like that you guys don't, movies you like that we might not, and movies that Will likes that we might not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I love that it's going to be more diversity in regard to movie styles and likes and stuff like that. Um, and we're not just doing MCU or Star Wars, um, keeping those still in the mix, but not just doing those specifically. Yeah. Um, so, so that being said, we, we do welcome, we have always welcomed um, ideas. If, if you have a movie um, for us that you'd like us to, you know, take a look at, review, even if it's just something that, you know, you checked out once and you're still kind of on the fence about how you feel about it or whatever, you know, throw it our way. And, you know, maybe we can, we can throw it onto our, our list. We've got a ton of stuff on the docket, including old movies that we've always wanted to talk about, we haven't talked about. Um, and then, you know, things that are coming out. So it'd be good to passion kind of have that. Passion in the desert. Yeah, passion in the desert. Yeah. If anybody wants to watch a movie that you just want to, you know, wish that your eyes and your ears can just, you know, disintegrate as soon as it's over or even, you know, right when it starts. Um, from what we're hearing, that movie is is basically the movie for you. So, no, I don't, Not I don't plan on watching it. From what it. you're hearing, from what I've seen and now recently, um, Will... After I told him about it, Will willingly chose to download and watch this movie. Ugh. And um, yeah, he, he he concurs that it's an awful, awful, awful movie. But it wasn't as bad um, as you said it was, is what he said. It's <laughs> it's oh, it's so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. So with that being said, um, thanks everyone again for you know tuning in and listening to us. Um, you know, we thoroughly enjoy doing this. This is something that we do, you know, not only on our podcast, but you know, as often as we as often as we do. So, yep. Looking forward to more yeah. coming soon. Your way. Stay tuned. Don't change that. What was it? The Bat Channel. Yeah. Same same same, same, same bat time. Same bat channel. Yep. <laughs> Next week, uh, Moon Knight. I thought it was New Moon. No, Moon Knight. It might be on a new moon. That'd be interesting. But not, not, not that I'm, I'm not a moon worshiper or anything. New, new moon was uh Oh, what was geez. That movie? Yeah. That, was, was, that was the one with Battenson. Yeah, Battenson was yes. in that. Yep. All right. See you later, so, everybody. All right, everyone. <laughs> Have a great night, guys.